Hey everybody, it's Ryan from Pi Records, and I'm here with Michael from Los Caminos. How are you, Michael? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Ryan? Very good, very good. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you today, uh, um, most, mostly because I checked out your three albums, um, Test Pilot, uh, what, what, what was the other one? Uh, the, so the Road to Santa uh, Cruz. The, what was our first? Yeah. What was the first one? Our first one. Death. Uh, bullets for bullets for bread. Bullets for bread. And what was the cheating death? Cheating death. Yeah, that was our third one, and we actually have a fourth one we just released called Road to Santa Cruz. I will send to you as well. Awesome. Uh, I really liked them all. There was one. Um, one. There are actually two noticeable things about it. Um, one, you uh, paid tribute to the king, and that was pretty uh, uh, pretty standout uh, take on on uh, the Dick Dale style of uh, uh, of guitar playing and writing. Would you say? Yeah, well, I mean, Dick Dale is the king, and I mean, I mean, everything's got to go through him, or you got you have to be influenced by him if you're playing some kind of surf music. So, totally, fantastic and, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the reasons I play guitar. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, there's another um, influence I saw on the road to Santa Cruz, uh, which was the Ventures. Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it was. It was. Uh, uh, it, it was pretty apparent with with the chord structures and progressions that they were heavily influenced on on the songs that I listened to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, you got Dickie Dale, who's obviously the king of surf guitar, but you know, the Ventures were you know right there as one of the main influencers for you know modern day surf players or fans got to always pay homage to those two guys or to you know the band and dick dale right? so so you, you the first two albums came out early in the 2010s and then um there there was like a was, was there kind of some time in between before you you did this album uh in that in the in the interim what were you, what were you uh working on the album were you working on other projects yeah, we the the four of us we kind of morph into we decided to because we love playing and we love writing, but we wanted to kind of expand on you know, you know, just our horizon. So we kind of started a side project that's kind of turned into our main project. It's called Six Gun Romeo, and we're kind of a rockabilly blues based act. And you know, we put out a number of albums and we tour with that band. So those it's the same guys in the band minus the singer. So it's, you know, when we're, we have time off, we do some Los Caminos. We have other time off. We do the Six Gun Romeo stuff. So tell me a little bit about uh, Six Gun Romeo. Uh, I love rockabilly. So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. Well, the Six Gun Romeo, well, we're kind of a hybrid of rockabilly, you know, honky tonk country, a little blues rock. We even have a little classic rock element to us there. So we've been doing that's basically keeping us busy since probably 2010. And we've been lucky enough to tour around the world with that and uh, keep ourselves busy with that. And it keeps us, you know, 
interest in playing that genre as well as doing the Los Caminos. So we're lucky with, like I said, the same guys in the band. And then when we do the surf, it's minus the singer and we do the Los Caminos surf stuff. So do you ever play shows uh, of, of two different sets? Yeah, we do. Before we haven't done it in a bit, but yeah, we used to start, we used to open up with the Los Caminos surf stuff and then we bring the singer on and we, we transform to the six gun Romeo stuff. So it's kind of like the perfect little uh, tie in, you know, for That's us. So I, I love, I love fun. that idea. Yeah. Yeah. It works perfectly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's worked well for us. Awesome. Uh, where are some of the, the most memorable places you played throughout the world? Well, I mean, with the Los Caminos, we played, you know, all the way down to California and Las Vegas. And um, I remember some good shows in Oregon and Seattle's always, you know, with even with both bands has been fantastic and a mainstay for us pre-COVID times. And um, yeah, that's a fantastic audience. And then with the, with the Six Gun, we go, we toured Europe, we've done Belgium and the Netherlands. So, you know, we have a good reception over there. So uh yeah i mean every every spot's different you know with the also we've gotten a little bit eastern you know gone to alberta with the you know the caminos early on and that was really fun and playing like the banff and the canmore alberta crowds and the calgary crowds that they're fun so so you guys are from canada yeah we're from vancouver area west coast of canada awesome uh there's a lot um Canada is a big place, but there is a lot of a lot of surf music. Um, there's a great radio station called uh, Shaky Cats Radio that plays a lot yeah. of rockabilly and, and surf. Um, tell me about the different scenes in Vancouver. Uh, what might be going on there that's interesting to our listeners? Well, Vancouver is, you know, it's, it's a fairly big city. It's like basically the size of Seattle kind of idea. So it is a diverse scene. I mean, the, the root scene of the rockabilly or the surf scene is relatively small, but it is a very loyal audience and a strong audience. So there's a, there's a handful of places you definitely can play. And, you know, they, they are very supportive here. And it's, a, you know, it's, it's a good place to be. And it's nice to be West Coast because, you know, in the past and in the future, you know, you just go down to Seattle across the border and you're all the way down to san diego san diego and play and tour and it's not too too far and it's a really good reception down there as well so well uh, i i've heard in the past that it's tough to get a visa to come into the united states yeah yeah it's a lot of the p2 visa it's a lot of a lot of paperwork it's a pain in the butt but you need to do it to you know to get across the border and do it right and uh, yeah it's just a lot of paperwork but you know it's it's so much fun going you know to your country and playing so it's 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 worth the paperwork and the headache and the uh, time put in right so so you you've gone all the way down to los angeles have have you played um the surf, surf guitar festival down there no we wanted to but we haven't got around to it we, we got to apply next time yeah we would, we would love to play that. that that's one of the big ones right so yeah yeah I would love to go too. I've never been. Yeah, that would be a, that would be one of the kind of landmark gigs to get right and be able to play that one for sure. Yeah. 
uh, I'm sure you guys would fit right in. Yeah, I think so too. Well, hopefully we would. Hopefully we can be <laughs> uh, have that opportunity, right? So, so one one other thing I would want to talk about is your progression from your first couple albums till now. There's definitely okay. uh, your, your your first albums are terrific, and thank you. They're very well played, but I noticed there was a progression. Uh, and your new album has such a such a tight grip on the rhythm. Um, you want to talk about your tra- your your I want to say progression. I can't think of another right. word, but you're you're building yeah. upon uh, um, your skills from from earlier on. Yeah, well, initially, you know, we, I started the band with uh, my buddies Tom and Dave, aka Shaky. And we kind of started the Sur- Los Caminos and we did the three albums as the three of us. So we added a, a drummer in on that mix. So it was kind of the three of us writing all this stuff. And then basically with the new album, the latest, you know, the Road to Santa Cruz, uh, Tom wasn't part of this band anymore. And then we got a couple, uh, we got a, a new drummer named Dean. And we got a new bass player named Jason, and they came into the mix. And then since the COVID times, Dave, our lead guitar player, Shaky, um, wanted some time off. So we uh, there's another good buddy of mine named Rich, and he was really keen on, let's, you know, you, you should write another album, Mike, let's get going. And him and I kind of came up with the ideas with the new album. So it was, I think the influence of Rich on this album was uh, made it slightly different than the other ones but i think it's still the it still sounds it sounds like us and also yeah. i mean i mean the first album was i think 2007 second album was 2008 then 2011 and this one so there's a big gap in between but i think it's just i think rich having an influence on this one made it slightly different sounding than the, the past three so and then dave's back in the band now shaky is back in the band and rich is taking some time away so it's back to you know dave and i were the original guys and it's him he's back into it so awesome um so you're you're the guitar player yeah i'm i'm the rhythm and dave aka shaky is the lead guitar player and then uh but on this on the latest album it was rich who played lead and i played rhythm and then dean richards on drums and jason pierce on bass so I want to ask you what type of gear you play. Um, it's yeah. Well, I use I'm a Fender amp guy, so I got a Deluxe Reverb and uh, I got a, a 65 Deluxe Reverb, and also I use a 68 Silver Face Deluxe Reverb. Um, for uh, guitars, I usually use Gretsch's. I'm a big Gretsch guy. I'm a tall fella, so I I like the look of Gretsch Gretsch's. But I play Fenders, but my main guitars are Gretsch's. Uh, Dave is a Fender amp guy, too. He has a various number of different amps. And he plays uh, Strats and Tellies and the odd Gibson. He likes his Gibson Les Paul sometimes. But, yeah, it's it's usually for me, it's the Gretsch's. Always Fender amps for us. And for Dave, it's a variety, but usually a Strat or a Les Paul or something like that. So And lots of reverb right obviously effects wise so do you use um 
like outboard reverb tanks or anything like that? I used to. I used to have like the Holy Grail kind of like pedal stuff. I never had like the whole classic, you know, the uh, the reverb unit. I didn't, you know, I haven't got into that. Um, but usually, yeah, either like the Holy Grail pedal and Dave's the same way or just the reverb on the amps. We don't overthink it too, too much. You know, we just like to get it, you know, decently reverbed and wet and then kind of going with it. Dave ha- adds a little distortion on it to make it a little more gritty. So, so uh, like myself, it seems like you have a, a minimalist approach. To, yes. Yeah. yeah I, I like to plug in my amp and just go. Yeah, uh, I'm 100% agree with you. I don't, I'm, I'm, uh, maybe I don't have the brain power to do it. I just want to play and just plug in, turn it for me. I just turn on the reverb and go. And Dave usually adds a pedal or two, and that's it. We just get going in the bass, but Jason just goes basically straight into his um, Ampeg amp, and we just go. We don't overthink this, right? We just want to play. Yeah, yeah, totally. I totally agree with that. Um, these guys, the Surf Hermits, are also from Canada. Um, they're on Sharawaji. Um, I want to ask about your label and how you got connected with them. Well, the label's our own label, so it's called Ridge Records, and it's our own label. And we, you know, we we, we kind of fund our own um, projects because it's you know it's it's a bit of a pain trying to get other people to fund it, and you know it's a definitely an independent kind of scene, as you know. So we just decided, Dean Richards, the drummer, and I decided, let's just do our own label and uh, put out our own independent albums as well as some other, you know, artists we like. So it's just basically, that's how we, you know, we just kind of DIY'd it, right? We did it ourselves. And that was, you know, that was the thought behind it instead of, you know, back in the day when I was younger and I was into more of the, you know, the heavy metal scene or the, the indie scene. You're always trying to get signed to some, you know, sub pop or universal and you're dreaming of this giant, you know, record contract. And you realize, well, that's not coming. So, you know, let's just do it ourselves. So that's that's we're very do it ourselves kind of person or people. So. Awesome. Awesome. I uh, I appreciate um, the underground aesthetic, the the do it yourself uh, aesthetic. Uh, Would you say. That, that that's been your your guys um mentality the whole time yeah absolutely i think like, like i said i mean you have that when you're younger you have this grandiose views of getting signed and being rich and then you realize you know what it's really like so yeah it's like you, you know you you worded it perfectly the underground kind of scene and you know guy like our drummer dean and i do a lot of the business side of it and we, we love that we love kind of doing it yourself and you know he's very good at the promotions and the graphics and he did the graphics on the latest album and you know pushing the the underground scene and there's something cool about that too right so we're not waiting for somebody else to do something for you just, just do it yourself right um what that's one thing i wanted to talk about was the cover of the the road to santa cruz I think it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, well, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, thanks. It reminds me yeah, of the well, old pulp movies. Yeah, well, that's well, like, we kind of go in that direction. Like, it was Dean, Dean Richards, our drummer's very talented man at the graphics. And it was actually a photo he took when he was down in the California desert a couple of years ago. 
and he just kind of morphed it and added a little design to it. And it's basically his uh, vision. And uh, yeah, we're really happy with it. And, you know, we're always, you know, he's, he's a talented guy. He's second to none when it comes to graphics. He's really good at that kind of stuff. So he does our gig posters and our websites and our Facebook images. He's really good at that kind of stuff. So. Would you, is that uh, the road to Santa Cruz? This is Santa Cruz in California. Yeah, I came up with the title myself. I, I, I just like the title, you know, uh, I would say, yeah, because, you know, for us, you know, when we think surf music, we're always thinking California for some bizarre reason. But yeah, I think that's, you know, Santa Cruz, California, you know. I, I used to live about a half hour from there. Oh, did you? Did you grow up around that area? No, I, I grew up um, in Allentown, Pennsylvania and live in Philadelphia okay. now. But right. we, my wife and I, when we were engaged, lived out in Salinas in Monterey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful, um, and I loved I loved going to Santa Cruz because it was such a mix of different different subcultures, and right. there's a lot there was a lot going on there. Fun to watch the surfers, uh, or go see a show. They, they yeah. just had so much to offer in that one little town. It was so great. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool place. I agree, hundred percent. You know, percent agree with you, and that's cool that you live there because it is a very interesting place, like you said, right? Yeah, yeah. I um, they they even had like a little a little pier where they had some rides and stuff like that. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. I remember that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was there for like three years ago. So. Yeah, it's, I yeah, good question. That's a good question. I'm sure it is. So uh, what have you been working on as far as taking the album and are you going to go out and play on it or um, what are your plans for the, for the record? Yeah, we're going to, we, you know, we're trying to promote it and uh, you know, we'll, it, it's with, you know, with the COVID times up here in Canada, especially the West coast is just starting to open up to play. So uh, um, actually ironically, our other band six gun romeo six gun romeo we played last night so it's the first time we played in about a year so yeah we got to get up and you know the idea of the 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 surf opening up our other band is definitely talked about quite a bit so yeah we got to get promoting it and hopefully getting some shows and hopefully heading down south and doing some gigs down there as well so how did that feel to get back together came in a room and then go out and play live yeah, it was it was long overdue. It was it found it was fantastic. It was a fun little party, and uh, yeah, it was it was definitely well needed mentally, and uh, yeah, it felt fantastic. Yeah, it was really a good time. Now, did you write the record during uh, the the pandemic, or was it something you had done before? No, we wrote it. It was uh, uh, we wrote it during the pandemic time. Cause we had, you know, lots of time on our hands, you know, next to working every day, but uh, yeah, we did it during, it came, came together quite quickly. So yeah, we did it during the COVID times. We just kind of brought it back. So. Well, one of the things um, I really, I really liked about all your records because they're mixed kind of similarly uh, on every record is the, 
I, I don't want to say softness, but the drums are kind of in the background a little bit. Uh, right. Tell me what you were going for sound-wise. Well, I mean, the first couple of albums, our, our uh, old friend Dean Level did it for us, and he was part of other bands with us, and he did a little bit of recordings. And then um, we went to our third one, Cheating Death. We went to a normal studio and um, and worked with those guys at Aurora Studios in Vancouver. And then the latest one, our drummer and bass player recorded and engineered it. And it's just basically trying to get, we didn't overthink it too much. We just want to get good sounds. We want to get a live feel as best as we can. And uh, that's what we all shoot for, right? And I mean, everybody's kind of happy with their sound, get it, you know, mixed in as best as we can. And, you know, I think a lot of people are sh- when they record are shooting for that live feel, right? That's always yeah. the hard thing to do. But, but I think Dean and Jason did a good job with that. So. Uh, I, I know it was kind of impossible to do that this time, but in the past, have you played live in the studio? Yeah, well, this time we did as well. We did oh, you did? Live, uh, yeah, we did. We did it. It was one we, we, we rehearsed a few times to make sure we were tight, and we did it one afternoon. We did it pretty quick, and then we did, and then we did some overdubs over that, right? So we did it pretty quick, and uh, I don't know. We just wanted the more of the live feel, or at least try to capture that and we were happy with it so i love the idea of playing live in my band we uh we practice 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 without vocals for 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 weeks on end and then we go and record uh all live right that's perfect and if you screw up you got to go back and start over but i i like that better than doing the overdubs yeah, it's it's a more organic feel, right? It's more real, you right? Because sometimes you know? and like sometimes you think, the tempo shifts naturally. Yes, and that's okay too, right? There's nothing wrong with that. No, 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 no. I like that. Far off, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. The live the live feel is what we always try to shoot for, and it's so hard to capture sometimes. But we're always aiming at it. So awesome. Um, so what I want to tell everybody is to pick up The Road to Santa Cruz by Los Caminos. Um, before we go, I want to know where you got the, the name Los Caminos. It was actually uh, Los Caminos. Our original Tom, uh, bass player, Tom Reardon, came up with the name. And he was really good. At, he was a creative fella, and he uh, still is a creative fella. And he just came up with the name, and he came up with a lot of the, you know, titles of the songs he just had that kind of cool kind of thought process so he was the one who who named the band so we could credit tom for that i'll give you a a a good example of of good uh song titling barrel roll yeah yeah that was rich and i think that was rich that was rich or the guy who wrote this one with uh uh with me and uh he came up with that one yeah because as soon as it came on i was like oh yeah yeah that matches (laughs) yeah 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 that's fantastic yeah he'll appreciate that thank you um so before we go uh i want to give you the opportunity to say anything or maybe mention something we haven't talked about that you want to talk about 
Yeah, no, I know. I just appreciate the interest and thanks for, you know, I mean, the surf community is, a, it's not a large community, but it's a very loyal community and it's, it's the underground scene, like you said before. So, you know, for your listeners, you know, keep listening to the cool surf music as it is cool, cool. And uh, keep supporting local artists and local music because right now with the COVID times and the weird year we had, it's, you know, you got to keep your live music going and support local musicians. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, a lot, a lot of people are starving who count on the music. Right. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate again, Ryan, for having us on and showing an interest. We, we appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Uh, I always love finding a new band. Uh, when you find a new band, you're interested in, it's like back in the old days when you would find one record and then you, you, you yeah. read the liner notes and you either went and got something else that the, one of the guys produced or you'd go get the next record and yes. you could kind of really go down the rabbit hole. Um, so I kind of feel like that experience when I find a new band and then I want to interview them right away. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been, I agree with you. It's, it's like the old days, like you say, you know, getting the liner notes and all that. That's super cool. And, you know, yeah, I agree. Finding new bands is really fun. So thank you so much, Michael. Uh, I really enjoyed our talk and uh, I really dig your music and I, and uh, I'd love to play you on purity radio. And uh, I, th I think uh, shaking cats would, would love to play you. So if you get a chance, reach out to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, they're good friends of ours. So. Oh, good. They're, good. They're, they're good to us. Yeah. They're good to us. Yeah. They're really nice people. They are. They are fantastic. All right, Michael. I want to wish you a, a good day and thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Ryan. Really appreciate it. Thank you. No problem.